<laughs> Good morning. I'm Joe Carley. Making a difference in the world can be a very daunting task when thinking about it. It's very hard sometimes for us to visualize ourselves being able to do anything that will have a significant impact on the world we live in today. But sometimes we think too big picture. Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. Sometimes we concern ourselves so much with the things that are beyond our control that we lose sight of the things that we can control. But if we, if we try to just do small acts in our daily lives, like saying hello to a stranger, or helping someone carry their, their groceries, or volunteering here at Knox, I believe these small acts add up to something more impactful. Over the past three summers, I have worked as a lifeguard for the Cincinnati Recreation Commission. For those not familiar with the CRC, the organization runs the public pool system in the city of Cincinnati. Many of these pools are located in poor neighborhoods, and a majority of the swimmers are kids who do not come from ideal family backgrounds. Many of the kids resented us lifeguards because they felt that we were only there to ruin their fun. This past summer, I had a particularly difficult swimmer named Elijah. He was 12 years old, and he just seemed to attract trouble every time he was at the pool. He stopped coming a few weeks after the center was open, though. One day, I spotted Elijah in the parking lot on my way into work. I got his attention and struck up a conversation. I asked him why he hadn't been at the pool in so long. His response was that he didn't enjoy coming to the pool anymore, especially because he thought the guards were out to get him. He said, you guys only pay attention to me when I'm breaking the rules. At that moment, it dawned on me that he was really in need of positive attention. I explained that the, the other lifeguards and I were in fact sad not to see him around the pool anymore. I asked, do you want to come in and help me set up for the morning programs? I could show you how the pool operates. It's pretty cool. I think you would like it. Later, we were able to get Elijah into swim lessons and even encouraged him to join the swim team. After getting him into our programs, Elijah stopped getting into trouble. He even joined the Guard Star program so that he could become a lifeguard himself one day. I believe that it was our simple gesture of just reaching out to him that gave him enough confidence to come back to the pool. And his coming back proved to be something that truly made a difference in his life. A smaller example of how simple gestures can make a big difference is at my high school. I'm a member of a club called Active Minds. This club promotes mental health awareness and does weekly activities to try to improve the morale of the school. We hang up funny posters in the hallways and bathrooms, and during stressful weeks like exam week, we hand out candy and bring therapy dogs into the library to try to help students relax a little bit. It's very rewarding to see a classmate laugh at a poster or smile after being handed candy because you know that you made a difference on their day. My final example of how we can all make a difference is at Third Church in Westwood. Before I mention how, how we can help at Third, I think it's important for me to note first that Third Church does a lot for us too. They help organize events with us so that we can gather together 
They offer their friendship and send youth members with us to Montreat every year. On Sundays after church, we as Knox members co-host lunch with Third at their church. If you've never had a chance to participate, I highly encourage you to do so. It might be the best thing you do all week. There's so much warmth and support and all-around goodwill at, at lunch with Third. It's really something special. Over the years in youth group, we've talked about God's grace. It's hard to define in words what it is, but you know it when you experience it. I feel that these small acts of kindness are where God's grace comes through, through us to make a difference in the world. I guess that's the most important thing I've learned from my time here at Knox. An act of kindness, no matter how small, goes a long way. morning. My name is John Allen Phillips and I'm currently 17 years old and a senior at Walnut Hills High School. I'd like to start off with a little question, just something you can think about for your day or just for right now during the sermon or the rest of the service. What is faith to you? For me, faith is a trust, an unfailing trust in something and for me that something is in God. I am also a big person into I'm a big person in quotes. Uh, sometime last November, I ran into a quote that has stuck with me and will stick with me for a long time. The quote was, "A bird is sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking, because her trust is not on the branch but on its own wings. A bird is not afraid of falling because her trust is not." Because it believes in its own wings, the bird believes in itself. Now how does that even remotely relate to faith? If you believe in something, if you put your faith into something, no one can tell you that it won't work or it isn't true because you just know it to be true. I believe in myself because my faith and my belief in God teaches me that he has a purpose for my life and he has a purpose to be in my life. And I believe in my purpose that he has given me. Now, your purpose is something that you have to figure out through trusting the process. On the football team that I play for, we had a motto this season, uh, trust the process. Trust the process and it will, you will achieve your goal. We will achieve our goal. I found that I am a hardworking, compassionate person through my challenging experiences and just trusting the process. But realizing who I am just not, does not come from just tough times. It also comes th through good times. My, first, my very first year at Montreat, it was a Tuesday evening and we were about to go into our evening service and we were shown a video. Now, I want you to picture this video in your mind from what I tell you. And this video is about a man from Thailand, Taiwan, uh, somewhere in a southern Asian country, maybe Vietnam, I'm not sure where. But this is about what he would do every day. A water shutter from a house is always, oh, is always over overflowing. It has a flow of water coming down and it's landing on the sidewalk. And two feet away is a, a small baby tree in a little, in a little pot. And the man, as he walks by every day, moves the pot underneath the stream. 
and it get, the plant gets water for the day, and the man continues to walk on going on with his day. Uh, an old woman who runs a street cart to sell food, a street cart stand, is trying to get her cart upon a, the, car, the curb, but she's stuck in the street. And the man walks by, sees that she's struggling, he helps her lift the cart up onto the curb, and so she can get on with her day selling her food. Uh, then later on in the day, after he's probably gone to work and he's getting a little hungry, he goes to lunch. And at lunch, he has there a little tug at his pants as he's eating his rice, chicken wing, and his bottle of water. The little tug at his leg was a stray dog, a really skinny, really kind of ruggy looking dog, and his tongue was hanging out looking up at the man. At first, the man was very hesitant, but he gives the dog his chicken wing. The dog takes it, runs off, and enjoys its new meal, and the man continues on with his day. And as his walk home, he sees, he comes across a homeless woman and her daughter. Both are wearing rags and extremely dirty and are just very, very sad that this is happening to him. The little, cup, the little girl has a cup in her hand, same with her mother, and, this, and a sign that says, For Education. The man decides to pull out his wallet and gives every single bill he has to this little girl. Now you may think, oh, that was so sweet of what he did for the little girl. It's so nice of what he did for the dog. It's like he had a good day that day. This man would do this every day, day after day after day. And as he was doing it, people were noticing that he was doing it, and they were shaking his head like, why are you doing this every day? Why are you giving food to a dog? What's your purpose? And his purpose came around one day where everything changed. The old woman with the cart decided to somewhat hire the man and they got along and they started making more money together because they were laughing, having good times together. She had a new friend and she was getting more business that way. And the dog that would always get a chicken wing for the man decided to follow him home one day and he has a new best friend. But when he goes to give the little girl money for the day, she wasn't there. Just the mom sitting by herself on the ground. The man was confused until the little girl runs up and shouts mom and then realizes the man is standing there. She's standing there in a brand new school uniform. Shiny shoes, tall white socks, a new backpack with books, and her face all clean and a new haircut. Just this beautiful little girl. Just what? Wow. And those people who were shaking their heads at the man were now staring with a shock of awe, almost in tears. And the baby tree that was mentioned in the morning, earlier in the, in the sermon, it's now bigger. It has shiny green leaves and has strong little tiny branches. At the end of the video, a voice says he won't ever be famous or ever have a lot of money, but that man gets to experience the wonderful emotions of happiness and love. At this point, I was crying and trying to contain myself at the same time, sitting in a room with thousands of teenagers trying to look a little cool because I'm 13 years old at this time. But 
I wanted to be like him. I was so in awe of him. I wanted to feel what he felt. I wanted to, people to see me the way I saw him, as just the nicest, selfless person I could ever be. But now, but how could I be like the Asian man? Simple. One act of random kindness at a time. He doesn't just set out to do helpful things every day, like you don't go to a grocery store and stand by and like, oh, this person needs help, I'm going to help him right now. All right, all right. Now this person needs help, I'm going to go help him. No, it just, he goes with the flow of how things are. It, it just, you wait till things pop up in your life and that's when you make your difference. You never really know how someone's day is going. They could be sad, they could be mad, they could be having a good day, but they could be having a bad day. Something could be going on. And I found out that my purpose in life is to be an uplifting spirit for everyone I come in contact with. Give someone a compliment. Make somebody laugh a little bit. Just brighten up their day just one little bit. Because I bet you, emotions that you receive from people that you make smile is better than winning lottery numbers. Now, I would like to take a t the time to thank people that make me feel good every time I cross paths with them. They've helped me through tough times, and they continue to help me now through tough times that I'm experiencing now. And those people are the KYG and my friends at Montreat or who go with us to Montreat from Third Church and other churches from Cincinnati. My Walnut Hills football team and coaches, Carl Powers, Doug uh, Duckett, I believe his last name is, uh, everyone who participates in the Fresh Spirit Band, that just those all those people there, Carol and Charlie, Jenny and Catherine Kurtz, Heidi, Jana and Adam, Jan and Larry Annette, Dave, Kristen, Jake, Lily, and Annie Annette, and my two sisters, one of them is not here right now, but my little sister Gabrielle, my older sister Alex, my mom, and my dad, and I'd also like to thank my father in heaven, my heavenly father, for just the life and the that he's given me and the people he's put in my life. Now if you take anything from this today, and hopefully you take it for the rest of your life, let it be this. Have faith in what you believe in, believe in yourself, and a random act of kindness at a time is what makes the true difference in the lives of others. Now branches may break in your life and you may find yourself falling. But if the dream is big enough, the facts do not matter, and you will find yourself flying on wings. So at this point, you guys have heard two seniors talk already, and I guess that means I'm Mitch Deck. So for the entire 17 years of my life, I have been coming to Knox, and Knox has shaped me all along the way. I was baptized and confirmed here. I spent the time in the nursery, the muscle room, and many Sunday school classrooms, and not to mention the youth room of the youth group. I am so grateful for the time my Sunday school teachers and youth group leaders have spent with me, letting me ask endless questions, and, you know, 
I can't begin to thank the teachers of the youth group for that. Now, getting into the theme a little bit, a world of difference was our theme for Montreat last year. And uh, if you don't know what Montreat is, the short explanation is Jesus Camp. All right, sorry, there's a bit of a better explanation for you. Uh, Montreat is a yearly youth retreat that our youth group gets to take every year where we get to spend time developing our faith and figuring out what it means to us. Now, the thing about Montreat is it's all about the youth. Well, here in church, we get to hear adults talk about adult things and adult problems. At Montreat, we get to talk about youth problems and what goes on in our lives. And this is done throughout the day for the, for the entire week. We've got two sermons and small groups every single day that we're down at Montreat. So there's a lot of time to discuss your faith and figure it out. Now, getting back on track, a world of difference was the theme. Now, a world of difference is a rather broad brush and takes on many different meanings, all highlighting the differences that make us unique. Now, an important thing to note was this is a celebration of our differences, not aimed at dividing us. Now, throughout this time at Montreat, I couldn't help but think about Knox. Knox has been an incredible place for me, and it's very unique in that. Here at Knox, everyone is encouraged to come up with their own personal faith. Now, that's something that I haven't really seen at many other churches, and that's what I found to be a Presbyterian thing. And that, for me, is really important. Now, when I was going through confirmation here, I was encouraged to develop this personal faith and not to just believe what I was told. This idea of having a unique set of beliefs has resonated with me and has fostered a thirst for knowledge when it comes to religion that I wouldn't have if I was simply told what to think. Having an environment where questioning faith is not only allowed, but encouraged, is such a gift to everyone who participates in it. By asking questions, I have been able to gain a level of understanding about what I believe greater than I ever could have without asking those questions. Another important detail about this world of difference is that the world isn't perfect, and it takes uh, a lot of people to change the world. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change that you wish to see in the world. And that is a statement that is just as true today as it was when he first said it. I want to be that change, and I want to work to make a difference in the world. My experiences throughout my high school years have led me to this conclusion. In order to be an agent of change, I have to develop leadership skills and put them into action. Some of these most educational experiences that I've had have been in a leadership role as a youth. Through national youth leadership training, I have learned what it means to be a leader, and I have gained countless hours of leadership experience. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this, NYLT is a program through scouting that is youth-led, where the youth teach other youth what it means to be a leader. Now, I've had the pleasure of staffing this program for the past three years, and at this point in time, I am now a second command of one of our courses over the summer. And what that means is, seeing as the program is youth-led, I get to spend a week this summer being in charge of a week of camp and making sure everybody gets where they are on time and everything gets done that needs to get done. Now, that may not sound very fun, making sure people get places on time, but it really is. Now, another interesting youth leadership experience that I've had has been at Knox Presbyterian Church. Here at Knox, I've had the pleasure and the privilege to serve on session. 
It has been a phenomenal experience to be able to share the youth perspective on session and see the impact of what session decides here in the church. Another major leadership experience here at Knox that helped me form my desire to change the world was my Eagle Scout project. I did a winter clothing drive here at I, for IHN last year, and the Knox community did a fantastic job donating winter clothing. We completely exceeded my goal, collecting over 500 articles of winter clothing. And it was phenomenal to be able to have that leadership experience here at Knox and to benefit IHN, one of Knox's many mission partners. Now, getting back to that idea of family, my family has been at Knox Church for a long time. In the last service, I said we are I'm the third generation of Knox um, people, but my grandma corrected me and said, actually, you're the fourth. Your great-grandparents were here before we were here. So fourth generation Knox family. We've been here for a long time. I have lovely grandparents, Jack and Betty Stith, who I call Mimi and Paul. My great-parents, who I call Mom and Dad. Me and my brother. Now, bloodlines aren't the end of my family here at Knox. Rather, I consider most of you here to be my family. And I hope you understand that. Now, I can't begin to thank everybody here who deserves thanks. But I do hope that all of you understand that without you here, I wouldn't be who I am today. Now, having grown up in Knox, I couldn't tell you how many times people have said to me, I remember when you were this big. It's a lot. Now, Knox and all the people inside of it have played a key role in shaping me to who I am today. Knox is truly a home away from home, even if my home is only five minutes away. Now, as I go off to college this coming fall, it will be even harder for me to go because I will be leaving two homes. Abraham Lincoln once said, I'm a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. And to that, I say thank you for being my friend and thank you for believing in me.